Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 86 of Blah Blah Podcast, the only show on the web that'll make you sick and tired of movies and entertainment news. I am Jason Green, and with me as always is Sean Smith. Hello. 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 Also with us is Joe Bo. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. And rounding at this crew is Mr. Chris Holshue. I come from a land down under. Come from a land down under. Evan is not with us today. May he rest in peace. Where is Evan? Nah, he just had to work late. Who cares? Perfectly understandable, but he's dead to us inside. <laughs> he's, he's always been dead to me. I don't know about you guys, but you know he's always been dead to me. He's just he's just around because we pull pranks on him. Yeah, and then you know he's fuel for for George. Yeah, George hates but him, but he's so full of life, so full of Star Trek. <laughs> Everybody have a good week. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, it's not over, so it could get better. Uh. Or or after tonight's debate, it could get a lot worse. Oh God! Open up even... the window, and the whole city's going to be on fire. Isn't the debate in Vegas? Hell yeah! They're just going to do gonna Russian strippers? all the time. I think it's going on right now. As we I speak. think Donald Trump invited a couple strippers. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's where Evan is <laughs> to vouch for his credibility. <laughs> well, Sean, I think you know what to do. Take it away. All right, let's start uh, with the usual. That's the Fifty Shades Darker countdown clock. Uh, we are currently sitting at 114 days on the on the countdown clock, so the countdown Great. continues. And I actually have a story, a Fifty Shades of Grey story. To oh my lord! Yeah, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey director James Foley. Um, he has confirmed no relation to Mick Foley. No relation at all. <laughs> um, he's confirmed that uh, VR technology is being used in the marketing for the movie. So they're using oh, because of VR porn, maybe. Uh, <laughs> however, you want to take it, but uh, yes, he said that um, uh, while they were shooting, they uh, they would have the actors stay on set and they would do um, recreations of whatever they were shooting for the day, but in a virtual reality setting. And oh, I guess they're going to be Lord. they're going to be using this for the marketing for the movie. So yeah, but you'd have to be as rich as Christian Grey to afford the VR to watch it. Yeah, really. Yeah, more of a reason to get it though. Fifty Shades Darker. Yeah, that's the exact reason I'm gonna get VR technology. I'm gonna <laughs> drop three hundred dollars so I can watch the Fifty Shades trailer. I do really want to try VR porn. Like, I'm not even kidding. I'm so intrigued. Why you go? They ahead? have like you can you can download it, put it on your PlayStation Four media player, and have it streamed to if you have a PSVR. Yeah, right in front of your parents. It's that um, <laughs> Well, Jason, you what's what's that system that Joe uses to eat sandwiches or, or said he was going to? Huh? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's what that about? like streaming service that you're gonna use for your sandwich eating? 
Oh, uh, Periscope. Uh, Periscope. Yeah, you could just Periscope it, Jason, you know, for the fans. Okay, nice yeah. tie-in. Yeah, why not, right? I've Joe, seen a Japanese a man do it. I was appalled. Hmm. Well, it looks like this is going to... I'm gonna... appalled by you. <laughs> this, I mean, Jason, if you wanted to, you could probably check out, like, one of those expos that they have with the, uh, the, uh, the, the porn people. You guys and... want to go to Exotica? It's like the porn convention. We're no, not, that's I not feel like all. you meet a lot of awful people there. So we're shooing. <laughs> I'd rather just get VR technology and watch Morgan Freeman ramble about <laughs> planet Earth. That, yeah, that's a good idea. Why do you need VR for that? So you could see the penguins better. <laughs> they did not survive. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, that was our uh, Fifty Shades of Grey countdown clock. So. Moving on, uh, we had the teaser for the sequel to Guardians of the Galaxy come out. Hell yeah! Uh, has everyone seen the teaser so far? Yep. Uh, what do we think? I like it. Looks pretty much the same <laughs> as the first one. Uh, you know what, Chris? It's funny you say that because when the, after the first couple shots, I was like, are they showing clips from the first movie? <laughs> yeah, same song, too. I, well, no, I, it was a slowed down version, just like all yeah. trailers. Well, with the slow piano too. Yeah. I don't even notice that anymore. But it works because you know it's repeating something from itself. You know, like it's not like oh, just taking yeah, like the original theme of <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it, you know, it's not like you know, like it's a a remake of a movie or a sequel, and it's doing the slowed down piano thing. It's it's a song that was and popular in the first one, and kind of set. They were using it like what two years after the last one, so I think that works. I also, I, I'm guessing that the the one really cool scene where Yondu and Rocket are walking, and you see those bodies behind them slowly falling in the background. Mm-hmm. I'm calling it now that they're going to be playing "It's Raining Men." <laughs> All right, <laughs> mark it down, Sean. Didn't Let episode eighty six? Well, we're like ten minutes in. <laughs> did uh, did that song come out in the nineties? Because I thought I heard that it was going to be having a nineties playlist. Wait, but didn't he get abducted in the eighties? Yeah, you can go. You so can how the hell would he have a '90s playlist? No, not him. I'm just saying the movie. That's oh, dumb. No, well, it, it was that. an '80s playlist, just because he got abducted and that was like his tape deck. Mm-hmm. And then I, his mom gave him another tape deck before she passed. I think there are already some inconsistencies with that playlist, from what I was reading online. Some of the songs Star Lord has uh, came out like before he was born, but you know, fucking Marvel doesn't care. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> a good movie i don't care about this song yeah, me neither it's good music i care i i love the trailer overall i i you know i know it didn't show too much but no. that's exactly what i want out of the trailer and, and they should if this movie isn't 100 percent authentic i'm gonna kill myself oh sounds like All something right. evan would say <laughs> it does doesn't it <laughs> yeah Only i uh, I might mean it i, I they they still like showed enough and they left some things mystery like I don't, I didn't see Mantis at all in, in no. the, the trailer, uh, which is cool and and is Gamora on Asgard was that the Rainbow Bridge? No 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 she I looks look uh, older though. It, it looks like it's the Rainbow Bridge where Heimdall is. Hey I mean these all tie together you never know. That'd be pretty dope if they wind up on Asgard. 
Yeah, maybe uh, maybe uh, Domino will be there. Do you guys think Domino will be in this movie? <laughs> I think it's a crime that Domino's not in this movie or any yeah. of these movies. Well, I, I heard that Thor was going to ignore the continuity of the entire Marvel Universe. Really? I heard the opposite. I heard it's actually setting up Infinity War. Yeah, because you have to, because that was the whole point why Thor wasn't in Civil Wars, because he's investigating. All right, at what point in the trailer did you think she was on the Rainbow Bridge, Joe? It's G- uh, Gamora. Oh, I see. I think I yeah. found it. it. It looks like it, right? Well, we got like a, a golden yellow thing. squares and a it looks like the bat signal that's busted. <laughs> it's like the rings that move around. Yeah. Maybe it's Rainbow Road for Mario Kart. That sounds more plausible. Yeah, Marvel. it does. It does. Hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone enjoyed the trailer. I'm sure once we get the full length trailer, we'll be able to see even more. But uh, there was some uh, some comedy in there too. Um, you had uh, Jason's favorite Batista giving Hell a yeah. hug. Hell yeah! That was a great scene. <laughs> I still have his old theme song on my iTunes here. Oh, I bet you do. Don't play it. All though. you WWE fans. Yeah. I I have to say, like. Overall, with like Marvel right now, just superheroes in general, I hate to admit it, but I am slowly starting to get superhero fatigue. No, uh, not you. Really? I know. Everyone says that. I am not at all. I, these people could be making these movies uh, for until I'm like 100. I'm I love excited. every it's one of just, them. I, I, well, I'm also getting that lull like before the movie. Then I'm going to go see Doctor Strange and love it. Then I'm going to be totally back into it. But this is like mm-hmm. the one I'm like... This this one these movies stand out, the Guardians movies. Joe, like, just, they, just say what you mean. It's DC. That's what it is. It's DC's no. getting you down. DC, DC does did kind of ruin everything for me. <laughs> oh yeah. I'll well, say this: I wish Marvel took more risks. They well, are, man. They made a Guardians of the Galaxy movie in the first place. No, not like that. I mean, like for example, Captain America: Civil War. Oh, okay. I really <laughs> thought he was going to get assassinated, like he does in the comic book. Oh yeah, or me too. At, at the le- at the very least, someone will be put in that place and get assassinated, if not Captain America. But, like, it feels like none of these characters are actually ever in any danger. Like, they're always going to win. Well, I think they're afraid of killing people off because they know if they kill it off, then ABC is just going to make an entire show about them coming back to life. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, we, I guess we well, almost got the war machine Well, you think show. about it. The only superhero they killed off was Quicksilver, and that's because Fox did it three times better than they did. Yeah, yeah, sure. But, I mean, look at comics. Like, they kill people all the time and they come back. I don't think... I think that they feel like killing people's kind of a novelty at this point in, in the in the superhero movies. Well, I Batman think if they did it correctly, it would be fine. Like, yeah, if it's going to be like you kill them off, bring them back for Infinity War, that's lame as hell. But if you actually killed them off and they stayed dead, it'd be like the ultimate universe where it was like death meant something. It was kind of powerful. Yeah, and I think there's some heroes that are still dead. Yeah, I, 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 to me, that's not a, that big of an issue. To me, the bigger issue is killing all of your villains. <laughs> yeah, that's that is at fault. Like, or at least let us know what they're doing. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm so curious if Red Skull is still alive. Like, he was my favorite MCU yeah. villain. And I don't. I know Hugo Weaving doesn't want to do it anymore. That's no, completely just, fine. There's he, a million other people who I'm sure would be good at it. Just recast it and put him back in a movie. No, well, he, you heard he the just, theory that he, each villain is in the Infinity Stone. That's what I. That's what I heard, and I, I hope that happens. I Honestly, I think it would be cool as hell. I don't think that's like fucking everything. Royal Rumble. I, <laughs> I don't think that's true. But uh, Jason Hugo Weaving just did an interview. He said that he would be willing to do it. 
All right, then do it, man. I mean, you're Megatron. Why not? I, be- I'd like to see him come back as kind of a herald of Thanos, like because he wound up there, and now he's like, there's so much more in this universe, and he's gonna yeah. try and make sure Thanos, like, it, it, he can kind of play the role that Mephisto played in the Infinity War story, where like he's like Thanos's aide, but like he's secretly brings- trying to overthrow him. Aunt May back from the dead. That's kind of what um, Ronan was doing, <laughs> yeah. though. Yeah, but then Ronan went crazy and hit hit some guys with a hammer and hammer said, what are, you, do- what are you doing? And then everyone got mad that the villain was in a funny little moment. And then, I don't know. But <laughs> we're getting mad tiny, over everything. We're getting wasn't tiny another, group, so. Wasn't Hawkeye, like, Ronan for a while? Not the accuser, but, like... He took on the persona. Like 47 yeah. Ronin. The yeah. De- the defendant. Sure. <laughs> Tiny Rick. Tiny Groot. Tiny Groot. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, staying in the uh, Marvel realm, uh, apparently um, they uh, a bunch of the box office uh, analysts have been uh, discussing how much money Doctor Strange is going to be making opening weekend. And uh, so far right now, the early estimates are anywhere between 55 to $75 million for the first weekend, which, if you want a uh, comparison, would actually Please. be um, in the bottom five for Marvel movies. Hmm. Can you yeah, honestly say you're surprised, though? For, yeah, for a first-time character, that makes sense. But uh, let's say, for example, it makes 75 That's the highest point of their projections. Uh, that puts them just above the first Thor movie, which is 10th on the list. What I would I like be that. wondering is, um, how did, what was Guardians of the Galaxy projected at? Uh, not very high. That one actually was, uh, surprising. Uh, and it, it exceeded expectations. Definitely, yeah. Well, then I think it's probably a, a matter of quality. Uh, if it turns out to be really good, I think word of mouth will spread it and it'll do well. Sure. I mean, Guardians had words of, words of mouth, but they also had a great marketing campaign with a lot of yeah. catchy songs. So True. I think that kind of helped, too. Even for how bad Suicide Squad was, that movie made a shitload of money. I, think I mean, it's a, a lot very due least, to the marketing. Catchy all songs. the stoners are going to come see it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, probably. But... Uh, yeah, so I mean, you know, looking at the list, I mean, that's a that's a moderate opening, but you know, for a first time character who no one ever thought would get their own movie, that's pretty good, I would say. Anyone want to take a guess what the lowest uh, opening was for the Marvel movies? Ant Man three. Okay, I heard Ant Man and Iron Man three. That's what was Joe? What was yours? Thor two. Thor two. Uh, no, all those are wrong. The Incredible Hulk. Oh, I, uh, I forgot about that movie. Yeah, uh, fifty-five million, which is actually still pretty good, uh, but that's the lowest for opening weekend. Ant-Man was second lowest with fifty-seven million. Ant-Man was fantastic. And, I really liked it. And uh, third lowest was the first Captain America movie, which people don't realize wasn't a huge hit at first. Uh, sixty-five right. million. So How that's a lot of money. Like Tommy Lee Captain Jones. Movie. Was that what? A, what? <laughs> How could you not like Tommy Lee Jones? Yeah. That's right. He was in that movie. He wanted to kiss Captain America. Yeah. No, he didn't want to kiss Captain. No, uh, that's what he said. But you could totally tell. He it wanted. was all in the eyes, Joe. That's how you know Tommy <laughs> Lee Jones is a good actor. <laughs> Anyone want to guess what number one is overall? Dunkirk. Uh, <laughs> um, the Avengers. 
Yes, obviously the Avengers. Uh, two hundred and seven million opening weekend. Really, I thought obvious. Avengers two made more. No, Avengers two actually was number two at one ninety one. Um, hmm. And they were that's that's one of those uh, situations where they were actually projecting it to go higher than the first one, but it had a really bad third day drop for some oh. reason. That Sunday just uh, it, it came it, it underperformed and uh, it it only made one night, which is still really good. The, the first there's just one... a ton of people that go and only see the Avengers movies. Yeah, <laughs> there's well, a lot how of... the hell they can know what's going on. The the first one, I'm pretty sure, like people saw it maybe opening night, thought it was so good, and went to go see it again over the weekend. So yeah, I saw true. Avengers one three times in the theaters. I, I did too. Mm-hmm. Well, you two are part of the problem. <laughs> well, tell me, but it was a good movie, Chris. True, I did like Avengers. It was good. <laughs> well, tell me, I didn't think it had very much rewatchability though. What the first Avengers? I saw it three times. I think the first Avengers has rewatchability for the second and third act, but the first act is kind of messy. Actually, second act's kind of messy too, but uh, uh, there's some there's some decent stuff in there too. It's it's not Avengers a perfect movie. Avengers really doesn't have any rewatchability. No, I see. I disagree. I, I disagree. I like Age of Ultron. Yeah, it wasn't as good, but the I only like... one that I won't watch is Iron Man three, <laughs> and for good reason. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, the, in case you wanted to know the top, uh, I, I, what was the top six is Avengers, uh, Avengers two, civil war, Iron Man three, two, and one. So you want to take a guess what the common trend is for all those movies? Uh, um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> come on, Joe, you can do it. Um, they're all Marvel movies. Thinking. Whiplash. No, Robert Downey <laughs> Jr. <laughs> Uh, yeah. The <laughs> oh, you mean that that one guy? Yeah, that, I heard they were going to replace him with a CG lamp in Iron Man Four because he wanted to get paid. <laughs> oh, you mean he played Tony Stank? Yeah, that's exactly. right. All right, moving on. Uh, Joe, I wanted to actually uh, bring you on for this uh, topic because I'm curious what your reactions are going to be. Is um, it Burger King? No, it is not Burger King. Oh. But I know how you would treat Burger King. Because we all know how like, much you love the chicken sandwich. Like the sun I've always wanted. Yes. <laughs> but uh, the most recent uh, edition of Entertainment Weekly, uh, they did a big superhero edition with Doctor Strange previewing right. that. I have everything. it, but I have not read it yet. Okay, good. Uh, because what they decided to do was they did what they're calling the Superhero Power Index, which I guess okay. they're, they're trying to rank the top 50 most powerful superheroes. In the MCU? It, just superheroes in general. So oh. a- everyone counts. Um, gotcha. And what they did was they they put, they put made categories for each uh, part of the ranking. So, for example, they have categories for cultural impact, bankability, design, modern relevance, mythology, nemeses. Uh, rigid, yeah. uh, I, origin- I thought it was going to be like best powers. Yeah, Entertainment Weekly did this. I thought that would have been like hottest guy superheroes <laughs> or something. Uh, originality, personality, powers. So you have all these categories. And what they did was they uh, calculated all those together and gave them uh, a number, uh, a total score, um, I guess, out of 100, I guess, is what they were going for. Um, okay. So I have the list in front of me, all 50 uh, superheroes. Uh, the top-ranked superhero has a score of 90.3. 
And uh, I, I want you guys to take a guess. Who is, according to Entertainment Weekly, the most powerful superhero of all time? Dr. Manhattan. Um, Batman. Yeah, I'm assuming they're going to say Batman because Batman's the coolest. So, <laughs> All right, so that's two Batmans and a Dr. Manhattan. Um, those are all incorrect. Uh, what? Jason, even Batman? Even Batman. Uh, Jason, Dr. Manhattan's actually number 50 overall. Uh, these what? people can fuck uh-huh. themselves. Jason's Dr. Manhattan wrong. is literally a god. He is known as the DC Supreme Being. And I know you said everyone, but I figured that since... Dr. Manhattan can literally make universes and shape worlds by the palm of his hand. Like he made the new 52 universe just by thinking of it. Well, I, I think part of the problem, and I'm going through his score here, is, is that he stinks. <laughs> well, uh, it's probably his giant points. Well, he's, he, he doesn't have a very high design score because he's basically just a blue guy with a uh, giant penis. And, that's I would true. imagine too, Sean, that you know a lot of these other characters have histories and yes. stuff, and different uh, things. His is only confined to really the Watchmen series plus Rebirth. He, he scored a one point seven out of ten in uh, Nemesis because he, I guess, because there's really only, only one. Nemesis were fleeing Vietnamese people. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's really no real villain in Watchmen, um, and personality he scored a 2.3 because he really has no personality. Yeah, he does kind of suck as a person. But as far as like cultural impact and powers, he ranked among one of the, the, the highest people on the list, but overall his score is a 56.1. Wait, is One Punch Man on that list? Is who? Are you kidding me? One Punch Man. He's an, he's an he anime. defeats all of his enemies with a single punch. Manga is in fact... A comic medium. Uh, Thank you so much, Chris. This is, is a superhero. This is popular culture. I don't think anime is going to be on here. He's a very popular series. Mm, Sean, no. can I take a get? Can I take another crack at number one? Oh, I didn't tell you where Batman was. But can I take another crack yes, at number one? Top ten. Sure, if you want. It's the Crimson Mask. No, <laughs> no, it is not. Oh. Uh, Batman was number three overall. Called what, it. What? With a score of so Superman's number one, eighty nine point seven. Uh, no, actually, okay. Superman's number four, below that. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, hang on. People need to get over the fact that Batman can beat anybody because you know what? He he fucking can't. He, he <laughs> can't. Like if he goes up to Doctor Manhattan, what's he gonna do? Throw you know, beat him up a few times. Doctor Manhattan's gonna make him explode and wipe his parents from existence. Like, All right. You know what's funny? I'm gonna say it's Spider Man. You know what's funny? The fact that Batman, for his rankings, his lowest um, his lowest ranking is in personality, which is a five point eight. Yet his powers is a seven. What powers does he, he have? He doesn't He's really have smart. Okay, his brain, yeah, his brain's a huge asset to the character. But you know what? Put a, a smart dude in front of a god, who's going to win the god? Yeah. Excellent behind a sewing machine, that Batman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, who Spider-Man was it? Number one, final answer. No, Spider-Man's number two. All right, I'm getting closer, With though. a 90 score overall. Is it the whole one? Great is, villains, uh, a lot of history. I could see it. Number one is Charles Xavier. No, uh, Professor X is where is he on here? Uh, he is twenty-two. Oh, geez. Well, they don't have numbers on here, so I have to do this manually. All right, we'll uh, start counting. In the meantime, he's nineteen he's... overall. Is it the tick? 
<laughs> oh, I just watched that pilot, by the way. I don't it was really good. see the tick um, on here. Is it the Hulk, what? Sean? Uh, no, the Hulk is... Uh, where is he? He is number... Da, 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 eight overall. Who How is the Hulk? Iconic... How's Batman over the Hulk? All right, I honestly have <laughs> well, no actually, more guesses who Batman number one is. Batman beats the Hulk by kicking him in the stomach. That is canon. Uh, All right, actually, my final guess is Wolverine number one. No, Wolverine is number five. Oh, with that who's 85. number one? It's Stan it's Lee. Namor, something stupid. No, it is. It is definitely someone who's very recognizable. Is it, is it Marvel? Is it no? It is not Marvel. Is it Wonder Woman? It is Wonder Woman, number one overall. Oh, name two Wonder Woman villains right now. Cheetah and and uh, Donald Trump. Joe doesn't Aries. count. Menstruation. <laughs> yeah, Ariel. Impact. I, what? I, I wouldn't say she's number one. I would definitely say she's top five. Well, she, yeah, okay, fair enough. Okay, so in, as far as uh, cultural impact, she scores a 20 out of 20. I guess because she's a woman? That makes yeah. sense. I, I, and I the, guy in, the, the guy who made Wonder Woman also invented the lie detector test. That's why oh, her hmm. rope makes you tell the truth. I, I think yeah, the guy I'm not even kidding. Weird. That is completely true. You ever look into him? He was a weird man. Well, I believe yeah. that, but that's still that's still uh, <laughs> I've never heard that before. But I, I I can understand kind of the cultural aspect, I guess, because you know, being the first you know popular female superhero, you know, she had her own TV show and all that. Um, but that's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, yeah most know, I, people I, can only name her as a female superhero. Actually, they I, joked about that on an episode of the Powerpuff Girls. They're like, name one female super humor, uh, one female superhero that isn't Wonder Woman, and they couldn't do it. <laughs> they had um, they I remember when they did like Cartoon Network crossover commercials with the Super Friends. Oh my yes. God, yeah. The like uh, the Powerpuff Girls save Wonder Woman and like Aquaman and Superman from uh, the Legion of Doom. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Wonder Woman's like, you girls are developing into fine young heroes. And then Bubbles goes, someday we hope to be as developed as you. And they all laugh. <laughs> yeah, they all laugh. They um, also, the Powerpuff Girls also crossed over with Major Glory and the Infragable Crunk. And oh Val- my God, the Val- Justice Friends. In the background of that, they had... Uh, Birdman and Space Ghost are in the background. They're like Justice Friends thing. You remember the that guy, the Living Bullet? He his whole yeah. costume was a bullet, and each time he moved, it sounded like a gunshot. They did uh, the Silver Spooner. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> remember face the challenges of everyday life. I got pulled because <laughs> like the Silver Spooner was too controversial. Yeah. It was like a flamboyant stereotype yeah. or something. Uh, so Wonder Woman overall, she scored, as I said, a 90.3, uh, her two, the two biggest uh, categories were, was cultural impact and modern relevance, both with perfect scores. Um, Nemesis, she had, she scored a seven out of 10 person. Yeah, I know. Personality. She scored 9.3 out of 10. Um, Uh. powers 8.3 out of 10, uh, design 8.3 out of 10 mythology, nine out of 10. So you know, all right, I call bullshit on okay, that. Because she has literal mythology. She has yeah, Zeus well. and all that. But, but okay, I, I think she deserves, like, top five. I'd put her maybe, like, four. Mm-hmm. Um, you tell me Wonder Woman's more iconic than Batman? I don't think so. 
Well, it's just interesting how you have uh, they're they're classifying these as most powerful, and you're taking into effect modern relevance uh, and cultural well, impact. Sean, yeah. you're underestimating the power of oh, girl power. And and my this favorite, under, this my also favorite, Entertainment Weekly, Sean. I know, and my favorite, Bankability, who, which she scores a nine point three out of ten, even though she's never had a movie before. Yeah, they're way, they're whistling a different tune when Wonder Woman comes. She out. had one, and she was played by a subpar actress. Yeah. And uh, Spider Man has a ten bankability overall, ten out of ten. So, and he's had three reboots. So, <laughs> um, speaking of which, my question to you guys is: um, if you could recast Wonder Woman and like cast who you think would be the best Wonder Woman, who would you cast? Oh, one hundred percent, the lady who plays Lady Sif in Thor. I don't remember the actress's name, but she Jamie is, Alexander. Think, yeah, she looks the part, and when, in the episodes of Agents of Shield that she guest stars in, like she really seems like Wonder Woman to me. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, I would say Lady Gaga. That's Sean, stupid. You're stupid. <laughs> I would say Ronda Rousey. No, she, <laughs> but she's not a good actress. So. I don't know. That kind of counts You're going to believe she's Wonder Woman when she kicks the teeth at Ares. <laughs> I don't know. I to me there there's no real appeal there for for her to act. Um anyway, I, I would say like I a saw her on stretch. Sesame Street it was very believable. She was on Sesame Street? I think so. I don't know. <laughs> Did everyone make it out alive? <laughs> <laughs> she beat the shit out of Grover. For, for me, I, I would maybe like a like a Charlize Theron. I like that. You know, I think she's a very good actress and she can do action stuff well. So wait, is this like modern or is like any point in history? Like right now, if you could like recast Wonder Woman in DCU, because I, you know, Gal Gadot did fine given what she had, but I don't know how she's going to do in her standalone movie. But if DC cast her, it must be wrong. Right. That's why I'm worried. Mm. I don't know. Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck are good as as their parts. They're just. You know, Look, I saw Henry Cavill in that spy movie he was in. I forgot what it was called. The, the man f- from Uncle. You know, I feel yeah. like the man from Uncle is brought up every week on the show, and I don't know why. Did you I, I brought it, it up last week because we were talking about Guy Ritchie. And am I cr- am I going crazy? This is like we bring it up every week. No, we, we and it's not even it. that good of a movie. No, it's not. But when I watch him in it. I'm like, yeah, he could be Superman. I totally see that like American charm BS they were going for. And, and then is. they just directed him wrong. He's all pouty. The guy who played okay. Superman in the most recent Supergirl episode is good. I heard he's like really good. Yeah, he's ben, really ben, good. Ben, so, uh, Henry Cavill, instead of like, oh, bat, you know, like let's let's save the day, team or whatever. He's I'm gonna tear you apart, Lex, for killing, getting my mom. Oh, and I'm gonna yeah. kill Batman. It seems Speaking... like a shame because Henry Cavill could have been a great Superman. You know I what? Think, he I, was directed wrong. Time. Speaking of uh, tearing people apart, Joe, um, I actually recently found out that uh, Henry Cavill is in one of the Hellraiser sequels. Is he? Yeah, like one of his first movies was in a Hellraiser movie. Is Just uh, like is Johnny Pinhead Depp? Dri- is Pinhead driving a uh, driving a car, and then Henry Cavill smashes into it, and he says, "That little box opens. Don't go to it. Pinhead is dead. <laughs> Buried." <laughs> <laughs> Consider this mercy. <laughs> if I wanted no, to be dead the, already, that gives me a really good idea Supergirl. for a video game. Then he, uh, then he says, "Do you bleed? You will." And then he tears his stomach open with meat. The guy, 
the guy in Supergirl, Tyler Hol- Holchin or whatever his name was, some guy on Reddit put it really, uh, really in good perspective for me that like the Supergirl Superman, like there's a scene where he goes into one of the the the, the Department of like Homeland Security Office or whatever it is, a place with uh, people with a lot of guns, and they all see him and they all like put their guns down and and they treat him like you know, he's a normal guy, like, and they shake his hand, he shakes their hand, he's like, oh, good job, guys, you guys are doing a great job, you know, stuff like that, so he's like, this Superman on TV is, like, one of the people, you know, like, people respect him, and they love him, but in Man of Steel, in the Snyderverse, people, like, cower in fear, and they see him as a god, and you have, like, people who hate him, because he's a god, and people who love him, because he's god, and I honestly like the TV version a lot better, that, that idea, I should say. Jason, I mean, think- I won't fault that plot development because we live in a society where people, where some people in this country would vote for Adolf Hitler if he were running for office. Yeah, look at Trump. You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but I just think the way that's... I don't fault the universe he's in. I just fault him as a character. I don't think he's what... Yeah, like in Man, of Steel, is. in Man of Steel, he says the S on his chest stands for hope. What but that is never actually... That, exactly, it's never hope? established. Like, if he said that the S stands for hope, he yeah, you can put him in this world where people are torn between him, and put him on like a statue, uh, uh, like put him on a plateau of being a god. You know what but the he only be, yeah, here go. The, the only hope that he probably that probably has in this movie is some little kid who's getting bullied in school. Boy, I sure do hope Superman comes in and kills all my bullies. Yeah. <laughs> burns them alive <laughs> superman's <laughs> like i hope lois is in the bathtub so i can wash my clothes <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you know like this this man of steel Zack Snyder superman should be like optimistic and you know trying to show people that he's doing good and not kind of being defeated as well you know yeah. and you know if the Jason. world spits in his face for it so be in his it mouth yeah the world <laughs> spits in his mouth that's how it has to be but um <laughs> Um, he as a character yeah. shouldn't falter. Exactly. Do you, do you think there'll be a scene in, like you said, in Supergirl, like they respect him and they treat him like a person? Do you think there'll be a scene where, like, he's fighting somebody and then, like, all the people in Metropolis throws things at the villain and goes, "You mess with one of us, you mess with all of us." <laughs> and then he, <laughs> and then then he lowers a few cranes to help him swing on. <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> well, and just, he, oh lord. Uh, anyway, uh, let me uh, quickly run down uh, at least half of this list so I can get give you guys a little per- perspective on everything. Uh, number one, Wonder Woman, as I mentioned. Number two, Spider-Man. Number three, Batman. Number four, Superman. Number five, Wolverine. Number six, Iron Man. Um, <laughs> number seven, Captain America. So I guess, uh, yeah, they... they, they think, probably swap those. They think Iron Man's more powerful, even though he's just a dude in the suit. I, I'd totally swap those. Uh, where are we at? Uh, da, 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 number eight, the Hulk. Uh, number nine, Black Panther. Uh, number ten, The Flash. You're gonna love this. Number eleven, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, so One Punch Man isn't in this, but Buffy the Vampire Slayer is. <laughs> yes. This is a load of malarkey. Who's, who's Buffy the Vampire Slayer over? The Silver Surfer in terms of power. Oh, like, let me tell you who she's over. Um, she's over Deadpool at number twelve. <laughs> Uh, she's over Thor, number 13. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you're going to love this one. Uh, she's over Jean Grey. Uh, okay, you know what? Any respect I have for this <laughs> one. Yeah, whoever wrote this is an idiot. 
Wonder Woman, the the people probably the people making Wonder Woman probably just paid them to put her at the top of the list. No, they probably were like wanted to prove that girls are the best or something. I don't know. I, I'd make an argument that Jean Grey is number two underneath Doctor Manhattan, or one. Yeah, like in terms the, of like fame, I don't think a little kid's gonna see Jean Grey and be like, "It's Jean Grey." Like Wonder Woman's definitely right. more recognizable. But, but if, they're, if they're doing a list about pow- the most powerful characters, it shouldn't. It's not a popularity contest. No. It's not about the most marketable. They shouldn't even bring in marketability. They shouldn't even bring in outfit. They shouldn't even bring in. Um, you know, uh, cultural relevance. They shouldn't bring that in if this is a list about power. Yeah, if it's power, she's an Omega-level mutant. She'd just break Wonder Woman's brain before she got out of her stupid (laughs) invisible plane. Yeah, (laughs) pretty much. Uh, But, I mean, if you're going to look at it, like all the assets of the character as a whole, I I would say that Wonder Woman definitely beats Jean Grey. um, Number 15 is Storm. Uh, Number 16, Daredevil. Uh, seventeen Green Lantern, which is weird. How is how's how's Green Lantern that low? Because uh, of his movies. Uh, well, let's see. <laughs> uh, well, his cultural impact's pretty low. It's at a twelve. Who cares about cultural impact? Uh, bankability eight point three. De- oh, they didn't like his design. He's at a five point three. Um, which one? There's like eight Green Lanterns. I think they're just talking about uh, Hal, Hal Jordan. Jordan, more than likely. The, the Ryan Reynolds suit didn't look good, so that's <laughs> why we're we're lowering it. It looked too fake. Uh, modern CGI, rele- you fucked. <laughs> modern relevance uh, was low at a four point three. Um, personality okay. six point five. That's weird. I mean, he didn't go crazy and kill a whole bunch of people. Sure, but he was possessed by parallax, though. Well, yeah. I, don't, I, mm, I think that's 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 what the problem was with him. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, he's number seventeen. Uh, number eighteen is Batgirl. Uh, ni- nineteen, Oop. Batgirl. Oh, you cut out. I didn't hear that. Oh, Batgirl. Oh, uh, who? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, number nineteen is Professor X. Uh, number like Professor Sex, am I right, Joe? I go, yeah, <laughs> man. He does have an illegitimate son who's a crazy mutant. And he can't use his legs. <laughs> yep. Uh, then how did he have a son? Number 20 is Robin. So think about that. Robin... Which Robin? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Robin, according to Entertainment Weekly, is more powerful than Dr. Manhattan. That makes no sense. How well, is Buffy the Vampire Slayer more powerful than Professor Fucking X? Because <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer was written by does, Joss Whedon. Does Does Buffy have like magic powers, or does she just run around with a piece of wood and stabs vampires in the heart? Well, she's a cheerleader, Joe. It's really hard. Uh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> it is a sport. <laughs> um, number twenty-one is Raphael. I don't know who this is. The Ninja Turtles? No, I I don't think so. Let me check. Hang on, I'm gonna. I have this now. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking pictures? at it right now. Um, and I wait. Where's oh oh? It is the Ninja Turtles. I thought so. I'm surprised they wouldn't put Leonardo first. That's pretty stupid. Hmm. Well, maybe this person doesn't know what they're talking about. Well, it's probably because he's the red one, and you know everyone loves red. I guess red's cool. <laughs> Um, number 22, Black Widow. Uh, number 23, Supergirl. Uh, number 24, The Thing. 
What about the Punisher? Is he on this list? I don't... Oh, there he is. He is really low. He is like 44, I think, looks like. Um, According to this list, I'm just skipping ahead, Sean, mm-hmm. and I hope you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Number 31, ranked above Dr. Manhattan, is Nick Fury. Yes. That makes no sense. <laughs> um, but I, I do see... I don't know if you want to step away from, from that. There is a list in here of the greatest villains of all time. Yes. I, well, we can go to that, too. Um, but, yeah, uh, the last guy... I was just going to do top 25. Oh, okay. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't... Yeah, uh, Green Arrow, uh, number 25. And then just under him is Doctor Strange, which is the whole point of this uh, list. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. So, yep. All right. So those were the uh, most powerful superheroes. Uh, According to some guy. According to some dude. Or girl. We don't know. Now, I, this list, do you, do you want to read the list of villains, Sean? Or? I'm trying to get to it. Uh, da, 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 let me find it. Because I actually agree with this list because they are, this is a list of greatest villains, not most powerful villains. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I actually, number one, money. Um, oh, wait. Here it is. Yeah, okay. So, number, uh, why don't we take a guess, everyone? Ta- I, I know, Joe, you can't guess, but who is the greatest villain of all time? Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Trump supporter now. Jason? Greatest villain of all time. Um,. Oh, the oh! It's either going to be the Joker or Magneto. Wait, does Hitler count? He was on the cover of Captain America. <laughs> no, he I doesn't count. Him. Doesn't See, he not, I don't think he actually appears in the issue, which is the weird thing. That's, that is. I, I would say Magneto because that's a smart thing to do. Because Magneto has like killed thousands and thousands of people. But knowing how these Entertainment Weekly people think, I'm gonna say the Joker. Chris. Uh, Lex Luthor. Uh, Lex isn't on this list. There's only ten of them here. Damn. Um, but Jason, is Venom you're on the list. Venom is on the list. Uh, Jason, your instincts were correct, although you had it reversed. Uh, Magneto is number one. Oh my god, I was right the first time. Yeah, I, I do agree. He, I, I, in my opinion, he's the best villain because he's the most complex. Relatable. Like the Joker. Yeah, the Joker. Yeah, like is, him and Doctor Doom. A... Like, there's parts of you that make you think like maybe they are doing it for good. You know. Right. Maybe they're the good guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you said, Jason, number two is the Joker. Um, number three, Kingpin. All right, I, I can believe that. Yeah, why not? Pretty good. It's a little high. I I wouldn't put him above uh, number four, Doctor Doom. No, I'd probably switch those. Yeah, but Kingpin is a great villain, though. Uh, number five, Catwoman. That's, yeah, that's, that's a little high too. She's not really a villain. She's yeah, she kind of is. Yeah, but I would consider her a villain. She's an anti hero. I wouldn't say she's the greatest villain of all time. I mean, I would say she's just as much of a villain as Magneto is. They both kind of switch sides all the time. That's pretty neato. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, number six is Loki. Again, okay. that's, that's probably based off of uh, the movies and everyone loving what's his face? Uh, Tom Hiddleston. Mm hmm. Uh, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift Slayer. <laughs> number seven. They broke up. Yeah, they I did. know. Uh, He's the only man who broke up with her and lived. <laughs> I can't wait for the song about him. Uh, number seven, Osmandius. Who? You mean Ozzy Mandis? Yeah, that's isn't isn't that how it's pronounced? Osmandius? No, it's Ozzy Osmandius. Osmosis Jones. <laughs> I've heard Ozymandias or Ozymandias. Oh, well, that's dumb. 
He's a watchman. I right, hear crickets right, in the right. background. Is someone like recording outside? No, no, I mean my windows are open, so I mean that's probably why. Typical Sean. Uh, the cars are gonna <laughs> come driving Look, by too. It is like <laughs> eighty degrees, okay? Dude, I know it's so fucking hot in this place. It's yeah. Awesome. For uh, mid October, that's pretty cool. No, no, not really. Uh, number eight, Venom. So you were asking for Venom. There he is, number eight. Uh, number nine, Galactus. And okay. they they chose they chose the comic version, not the. Um, uh, Fantastic Four movie version. Thank God. Um, and number ten, Dark Phoenix. Oh, hang on, I, I, I like the bi- like with the, the descriptions they have for everybody, except for Dark Phoenixes. Jean Grey was kind of dull before she was corrupted by absolute power. Decades before Breaking Bad, <laughs> she was the original Heisenberg. She sure was. Oh my God! Who wrote that? That reminds me uh, when they uh, when Entertainment Weekly revealed Black Panther, and they're like, "He has claws that'll make a housewife cry" or something like that. Weren't they the ones that had meow on it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh jeez. All right, so uh, <laughs> these people stink. Yeah. So those those are the uh, rankings from Entertainment Weekly. Uh, I have another list that. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, Top to look 10 at shitty superhero lists. Number one, Entertainment Weekly. <laughs> <laughs> you can kind of relate this to superheroes, kind of. Um, Ooh, Buzzfeed. GQ uh, released a ranking of. It's not even really a ranking. It's it's uh, basically the top fifty most popular costume ideas for this year. And Number one, Harambe. <laughs> Let me see if I can find Harambe in here. I didn't see him initially. Uh, Crazy Clown. Oh, my God. There's an international trailer of Guardians of the Galaxy 2 up right now. Ah! It's all in Russian. Yulia! On- oh, she's not here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see Harambe on here. But, okay, uh, number one is either going to be Jared Leto Joker or Harley Quinn. I'm going to say what, Harley what Quinn. Is the, what is the list again, Sean? It's the most popular costumes for this year. Um, superhero costumes, like in movies. No, just any, uh, any just costume, any for Halloween. Uh, the Donald Trump. Uh, where I don't see Donald on here. What? Yeah, so I don't no see him. Trump, no Donald Trump. What about a kidnapped Kardashian? <laughs> I don't see that either. What kind of list are you reading? Was it like witch on there? Jeez. Yeah, witch is on here. She's number six. Oh, all right. That's it. I call bull. <laughs> uh, number one, Jason, you were correct, is Harley Quinn. Dracula. Uh, number two is Joker, the Jared Leto Joker. Screw me. <laughs> hey, mister, you want to screw me? <laughs> oh, you don't want no beef. <laughs> um, so this is where the list gets a little weird. Uh, number three is listed as simply superhero. Oh, yes. From the great superhero <laughs> comic series. I don't know what that means. Um, Chris, you, you've read that series, right? Yeah, it's really good. Very in-depth. Yeah. At, His arch nemesis is villain. <laughs> At first, I thought maybe they just misspelled Superman, but Superman is actually number 39. So the, clearly that's not it. I, I don't understand why. Yeah, well, that's because you've been living under a rock, Sean, and you don't know who Superhero is. Uh, clearly not. Is he Marvel or DC? Dark Horse. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, number four is Pirate. 
Um, number five, Wonder Woman. So there's Wonder Woman again in the top five. As I mentioned, number six is Witch. Do you think that might have something to do with the Blair Witch? No. Oh, so it's just a tall, skinny, alien-looking thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number seven, Batman. Uh, number eight, Star Wars. They just—I guess—they just grouped everyone together. Even well, you—I've <laughs> been Star Wars for Halloween before. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you just kind of throw too. things together. Darth Vader helmet with a Chewbacca glove and a C-3PO red arm. I just go uh, as a crawling text. <laughs> <laughs> It's it, it's kind of weird because on on the list like number forty nine is Darth Vader and the number forty one is Stormtrooper. So, what, is Star Wars just basically everyone other than them? Uh, I don't yes. know. This is stupid. This yeah, list this is, is stupid. <laughs> number nine is Clown. So it's probably Creepy Clown. <laughs> yeah, I called that. Uh, number. How are we not on this? I don't know. I don't. Let me look for Gorilla. Maybe I. I didn't. R.I.P. Harambe. Uh, I don't see Gorilla either. Ken Bone is Ken Bone on the list in his no, readiness? No, no. I don't think there's. I mean, they're selling. I don't. This. Th- these are like official costumes. So, like, I mean, most uh, people uh, would have to make their Ken Bone costume. Oh, um, well, I guess legally you can't make a Harambe costume. You can make a murdered Gorilla costume, though. <laughs> Number. Yeah, I've seen Harambe shirts with bullet holes in them. <laughs> Uh, number 10 is Dinosaur, which I assume are those big inflatable, inflatable T-Rexes. Yeah, yeah, which, I mean... They're, like, really popular all of a sudden. They're, they're the best thing ever. I, I can watch videos of people running in those things all day long. The best, oh, Sean, you're so cute. <laughs> the, the best thing was when the, the guy did the uh, Ninja Warrior uh, um, thing with the, the, the T... Oh, yeah. Remember with the T-Rex suit on and I everything? I saw that. That was the best thing ever. I've never seen anything better. <laughs> <laughs> like well, what if too. one day when you get married and your wife is like wasn't that the best thing ever and you're like nope no no actually when i saw the guy in the t-rex suit going to ninja <laughs> warrior that was the best <laughs> thing ever, honey and you know what the, the funny thing is is he actually made it through a couple of the courses before he yeah, failed he did well it's, jason that reminds me of that scene from the 1997 jim carrey comedy classic liar liar where he has sex with the girl and then she's like was that good and he says i had better <laughs> classic scene from a classic movie uh number 11 is mermaid uh number 12 is pikachu hard to walk as a mermaid uh number 12 pikachu number 13 zombie uh number four zombie zombie (laughs) number 14 (laughs) Minnie mouse um and number 15 deadpool um i'm just gonna skim through some of the notable ones on here poison ivy number 17 uh, Ghostbusters number twenty one. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles twenty two. Catwoman twenty three. Uh, I like number twenty four. Simply Pumpkin. <laughs> oh, that's uh, superheroes sidekick Pumpkin. <laughs> uh, Mickey Mouse twenty eight. Uh, Little Red Riding Hood thirty one. Uh, number thirty two is also good. Skeleton. Uh, da, 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 Tinkerbell 36. Uh, we have uh, Superman 39, like I mentioned before. Uh, Stormtrooper 41. 43 is simply Bear. <laughs> and it, I love uh, number 44. It simply says the 1980s. <laughs> um, 
I guess it's like like if you like dressed up like with parachute pants or something, mm-hmm. or like wore like big skirts or something with your ponytail or something. Yeah. Uh, number forty-five is Power Rangers. Forty-seven, Batgirl. Uh, and fifty, Cowboy. So that those are the most popular. Sure. Jason, any any of those appeal to you? Uh, clown. Because I, I, I know you're looking for a costume. Oh uh, no, I was actually thinking of dressing up as Superman, but we'll see. Well, don't give it away too early, Jason. I said we'll see. <laughs> Are you gonna be murderous Superman with blood on your hands and costume? It's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. You could be Zack Snyder with Superman's blood on your hands. <laughs> oh my god. I could just be Zack Snyder dressed up as Superman. Yes. Just be Zack Snyder in general. He he would never dress up as Superman, he'd be Batman. <laughs> That's true. That is that is true. With a gun. <laughs> you guys see that interview of the guy asking him, like, so why did you have Batman kill people? And Snyder's like, well, you know, um, it was kind of just like an indirect thing where he would, like, you know, shoot uh, the car and the car would explode, but he wouldn't shoot that, them directly. Um, he shot uh, the guy in the chest. Yeah. No, that, the, the interview was intercut with things from the movie of Batman actually doing. Like, Snyder's like, there's no first-degree murder, and then it shows the shot of him throwing the fucking giant crate at the guy's head. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, blood on the wall. Yeah, in the, yeah, uh, in the, uh, so the director's cut. Yeah. Well, All right, oh, yeah. moving on. Uh, Jason, do we have any questions from Twitter? Uh, I lost my phone. Um... Yeah, I think we got one from our usual block coffee. Pull it up if you guys want to fill time real quick. You guys want to hear about Godzilla? I went and saw it yesterday. Oh, yeah, how was that? I really, really liked it. I think uh, that is how a Godzilla movie should be. And I'm talking, of course, about Godzilla Resurgence, um, or Shin Godzilla, as it's called. I will say it's not for everyone because it is very Godzilla-esque. There's a lot of, like, it's got realism to it. Like, what would... It focuses on uh, the Japanese government and what they would do if faced with an actual disaster like that. Mm-hmm. And, there's, of course, there's a lot of red tape and politics involved, and um, it moves kind of slow at times. Chris, does and, uh, does Brian Cranston live through this one? No. He's, <laughs> there are only a couple of white people, and most of them aren't even shown directly in the camera. Oh. Um, it, actually, something I thought it was really funny, there's this one woman who's supposed to be like, an American, like the granddaughter of someone who survived in Japan during World War II. And she comes, and her English is so broken. It's like, I don't believe for a second you're an American. <laughs> Did they... Uh... Did they any good action? Oh, yeah. The action was incredible. It was way better than the Warner Brothers one, because you actually see Godzilla. And this particular design is really well done. It's practical, like, too, right? Yeah, it's actually uh, part CG and part puppets. And costumes and stuff. Cool. It was really good. I yeah, highly it's recommend supposed it. To still be in the theaters for like the next week or something. Maybe no, go see yesterday it. was the last day. Fuck. <laughs> Don't worry, Jason. But, uh, there's always VOD. I mean, you can't beat the movie theater seeing Godzilla in a, like a theater on a big screen. Mm. But when it does come out on DVD, I highly recommend it. Of course, it's also in subtitles. So if you hate reading. They didn't dub uh, it for the U.S.? No, they didn't dub it. They just did subtitles, which pissed off some people, but I didn't mind so much because I have a bit of a background in Japanese. I don't mind reading subtitles. Do you guys want to maybe dub it ourselves? Yes. Sure. Yes, absolutely. Oh, Godzilla! Really bad American girl who couldn't speak English very well. That'll be Evan. 
<laughs> Get in the character, put a wig on. All right. Fair so enough. our question of the week is from Block Coffee, and she asks, excuse me, what outrageous thing has Trump not done slash said yet? Hmm. He's done yeah, a lot of outrageous eat, things. He's never eaten his own feces yet. <laughs> on camera, at least. I haven't seen him spit on anyone. Especially in their mouth. Yeah. But, I mean, maybe he does that in our off, in his off hours, what we don't see televised. As far as him not like saying anything that I found too outlandish, I mean, he was talking about grabbing... He's gotten pretty far talking about grabbing pussies and making fun of that mentally challenged reporter. Did you hear what he said about uh, Condoleezza Rice? What did he say? Condoleezza Rice? He, li- he literally <laughs> called... <laughs> oh, no. He literally called her a bitch. <laughs> what, a, what? What, a, what a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He told the Second Amendment people to kill Hillary Clinton. <laughs> I mean, so I haven't people seen... People with the Second Amendment, I think you know what I want you to do. <laughs> I haven't seen Donald Trump dress up like a crying clown and run into the streets yet, so... We, you know what? We haven't seen him actually do a line of coke. We know he has, but we've yeah. never actually seen it. He's never straight up murdered anybody on camera. He never said what his favorite Marvel or DC movie is. I'd like to know that. It's probably Batman versus Superman. He, he never claimed the uh, the blah blah liar contest either. No, that's <laughs> true. Never did the blah blah liar contest. Just like many of our fans. No, no, he never claimed it. Oh, the prize. He never claimed his prize. He won. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Come on, Chris. Continuity. Sorry, I have a lot of brain damage. Maybe, maybe he was like, oh, I didn't, you know, use hashtag blah, blah, liar. So, you know, I'm invalid. So I'm not going to claim the prize because I didn't do it. Mm. Maybe, yeah, he's embarrassed. That'd be a pretty outrageous thing to say. What if he mentions that on the debate? <laughs> he's like, those are good people. I know those people, those blah, blah people. <laughs> it's the best podcast ever. You know it. I know it. Everybody knows it. I think if Donald Trump endorsed us, we'd get so much hate mail. Oh <laughs> I know one person who would love us. Jo- you. No, Joe, you know who would love us. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Is that all the questions we got, Jason? Yes. Thank you, BC, Block Coffee. The true winner of the uh, Blah Blah Liar contest. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's move on to miscellaneous. Get the fuck right in my ass. Unless <laughs> <laughs> since he's not here. Yeah. Oh, Star, oh, Star thought, Trek. Oh, wow. Star Trek. <laughs> Joe, do you want to take a guess yeah. what our first story is about? Okay, I'm going to try and be Evan here, too. <laughs> <sighs> it's about Burger King. That's pretty good. It is about Burger King. How'd you know? <laughs> what a okay, Burger King. <laughs> uh, a police officer in Maryland went undercover as a Burger King employee in an attempt to make a big drug bust. Did he, did he do it? Uh, the cop, who apparently had just joined the department in July, spent two months working at a Burger King expecting to uncover... As I mentioned, a big uh, drug ring, a big drug bust. Uh, unfortunately, uh, what ended up happening was all that uh, all that he could find were 
just two employees who sold him uh, five grams of pot and two morphine pills. <laughs> and he had every bit of it. <laughs> um, and neither one of them even got jail time. They both were re- received a $100 fine. So they, <laughs> he, he was undercover for two months in, in a Burger King and basically for nothing. <laughs> Our tax dollars at work. Yeah. A lot I think of, when... I hope when he revealed it, it's like like every, the end of every episode of Undercover Boss, where like he's sitting there and the the guys walk in. And he's like, "I'm actually been the cashier." He's like, "No way! I thought you know, I knew you looked familiar. I thought I'd seen you before. Oh my god! <laughs> Look, you're go you're not going to jail because you know I I learned it's about your horrible upbringing in the state." <laughs> Um. Yeah. So I mean, like Chris was saying, uh, I, a lot of taxpayers' dollars going the waste. Apparently, a lot of people in Maryland yeah. were very upset about this uh, because it was, like you said, a waste of tax dollars. But of all places, like if let's not go against uh, against the mafia or something. Let's go to Burger King and get a yeah, big right? bust. <laughs> really, I'm just catch- imagining The Departed, but like <laughs> in Burger, Burger King. King. <laughs> I, I, Are you a it, fucking it, cop? <laughs> Why would you go to Burger King though? You'd go to Taco Bell if you wanted to catch druggies, right? Like that's where I would go. Eh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but these are people working, so he's 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 undercover working with these people. Are there druggies working at Taco Must Bell? Been pretty miserable. I don't know. I mean, if you wanted to catch druggies who were out high at two in the morning to get a Doritos Locos tacos, no, those then... are customers though. Those are that's different. He was going yeah. after the source. Well, you start Please. with the customer. You 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 stick their hand into the uh, the vat of fries, and then you you make them talk. <laughs> Are you a fucking cop? <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, Joe, you want to guess what the next story is? Um, what's the other thing that you usually <laughs> creepy clowns? Yes, it's about creepy clowns. <laughs> In fact, uh, it's become so prevalent. All these creepy clown stories. I actually made an intro. For uh, future creepy clown stories. Would you like to hear the intro? Well, let's hear it. Yeah. <laughs> What's that from? <laughs> creepy. <laughs> Can you play that again? Is that from something? <laughs> Jones laughing? What was that? That that ending sounds like James Earl Jones laughing. No, uh, I forget where where I got it from, but it's supposed to be like a devil laugh. The beginning of it sounds like a fart. (laughs) Um. Anyway, uh, so a man in Northwest England has been spotted chasing off creepy clowns while he himself is dressed in a Batman costume. Batman is the number one superhero, you see. Um, I heard he got paid to do that, though. It, oh, so you know you know about the story already? Yeah, it was a publicity stunt, right? Uh, it didn't say it in the story that I was reading, uh, unless there's a, another Batman doing the same thing. Uh, video I surfaced mean, online. Batman is an idea, not a person. That's, well, that's true. Uh, video surfaced online of Batman chasing away a clown. Uh, apparently, a group called... Uh, Cumbria superheroes. Excuse me. 
<laughs> is uh, responsible and are said to be a uh, a bunch of vigilantes working to scare off the clowns. Uh, the Batman posted a video online saying, quote, as for you clowns, if you want to scare someone, why don't you try to scare me? There you go. Doing the Lord's work. Yes. These clowns are just like bored teenagers. Like the best way to get rid of them is just to ignore them. Yeah. Well, what if they have a chainsaw? What are they going to kill you with it? Maybe. <laughs> what are you going to do? Doubt stab it. me? Quote by the man who was stabbed. <laughs> yeah. All right. Moving on. Uh, YouTuber Ted Barnes attempted a scorching experiment involving a Carolina Reaper pepper, which is oh, said those to are be- so famous now that those two bimbos had it. What what are you talking about? You guys see that video? Those two uh, attractive yeah, young ladies eating a Reaper pepper, and they and didn't even have any suits. milk on hand. No. And oh, they were it's screaming it's, and it's crying, horrifying. and their mom yelled at them. It was really funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, they the, were just trying to wash it out with water, and like that that no, doesn't it makes it worse. You got to no. use milk. Uh, it's the Carolina Reaper pepper. It's said to be the world's hottest chili pepper. Um, instead of eating the pepper, like Jason, you were talking about. Uh, Barnes decided to ingest it via a bong rip. Oh, God. No. Um, Barnes burned <laughs> Barnes placed a piece of the pepper into his bong. Uh, he smoked it and immediately regretted doing so. Uh, he, As soon as he did it, he, he decided to chug a bunch of water, which as we have Again, already established. Stupid. These people, um, you do your homework beforehand, people. <laughs> um, he, he just continued to, to cough and dry heave. Um, and that's pretty much all that was shown in the video. Uh, so clearly not a good idea. If you want like the penguins from the March of the Penguins, he did not survive. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, in case you want to know the Carolina Reaper, it scores between a 1.5 and 2 million on the Scoville heat measuring scale, uh, which, um, if you want to put into perspective, a normal jalapeno pepper, uh, rates anywhere between 200,000 yeah, 100, to 200,000. So clearly wow. a lot hotter than a normal pepper. And he decided I, I can't even to like wrap my mind around why it. is that scale so high? Uh, I, I don't know what it's measured off of exactly. The Richter scale only goes up to 10. <laughs> uh, I, I can't answer that, but uh, yeah, so it's clearly one of the hottest peppers in the world, and he decided to smoke it. Which is exactly what we should make Evan do. Darwinism. Yeah. You think he would do that? No. Yeah. No, I've been trying to get Evan to climb this tree for like a year now, and he won't do it. <laughs> I doubt he's going to smoke a pepper. <laughs> All right, moving on. Oh, that reminds me. Oh. Uh, if you want Evan to climb the tree for the Blah Blah Podcast, text uh, or Twitter us at Blah Blah Pod One and tell Evan to get in that damn tree. <laughs> Chris, would you have to give some backstory to this? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, our next story, uh, Dallas Cowboys quarterback Tony Romo, which I'm sure, Joe, you're familiar with at this point. Yes, I've, I've heard of his name <laughs> once or twice. Hey, have you guys heard of that one uh, football player, Dunbar? Who pl- also plays yeah. for the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. I heard he was good. Yeah, Dunbar. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not bad. Uh, Tony Romo has a p- reportedly filed a, a restraining order against a Dallas couple after they sent him a homemade sex tape to his personal email. Ooh. Dunbar. Uh-oh. Were they attractive? Uh, uh, let me, I, I, I don't think so. 
Oh, John, did you sucks. do your homework? Did you watch this? It's no, I can't. the The tape's not out there. Uh, the story's out there, and the the tape is not out there. Um, oh, you know, if they're if they're Cowboys fans, then chances are they're not. <laughs> oh, boom, roasted. Yeah, football. <laughs> Um, however, uh, this wasn't just any regular sex tape. Uh, apparently an advanced sex tape. <laughs> the, uh, the video was apparently an homage to two girls, one cup. Oh, oh. okay. <laughs> I was expecting like, like the Randy Quaid video with him and his wife <laughs> with the Rupert I'm Murdoch. <laughs> you know, if you want to see two girls, one cup, you got to pay to watch it now. Really? Yeah, because those people want money for pooping on each other. I mean, if you're going to do that, I guess you may as well. Is there even any money in that? Like, who would, who's going to pay money well, to watch that? I don't know the answer to that, but how about we just poop on each other and film it and see if people want to pay to see it? Sean, can you edit that out of this podcast? No! <laughs> <laughs> why? why? Why would you want that out? Because I want to pretend like he never said it. <laughs> If anything, after Evan climbs a tree, you should film him <laughs> with pooping the, on the tree. With poop, pooping on the tree. This is going wildly out of control. <laughs> uh, the, they didn't say exactly how the couple was able to get Tony Romo's email, uh, personal email address, but uh, somehow they were able to, and um, yeah, so now they can't get within so many feet of Tony Romo. Can they still email him though, or? <laughs> I'm sure he's changed his email. You would oh, think. Man. They're gonna find it and send him another video. <laughs> it's like it. It turns out he just put a two next to his email address. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, at to, Tony Romo two at cowboys dot com. Cowboys dot com. Oh, what a winning formula. All right, and uh, that's all we have in miscellaneous this week. Oh, no. Jason, are we keeping you up? I'm sorry. I had a really long day at work. Too bad. <laughs> yeah, right. Um. Oh, that's it. We're done. Uh, it appears so. It appears Can so. Can you say Any final words, everybody? What? <laughs> Any, I, I think Jason wants your last words. We're not putting a bow on it? The hell's no, going on? I'm getting there. All right, so all right, you 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 made me jump the gun, but I'll do it. <gasps> it's the end of the all episode, right, everybody. This is tip of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about jumping the gun. Let's put a bow on it. Let's wrap up. Get it, bow wrap, everybody. I hope you got it. <sighs> Any final thoughts before we close out? Yeah, Chris's tip of the week. If you want to have a really successful life, you got to climb trees. Uh, Evan. <laughs> Heard that, Evan. I know you're listening to this, Evan. Get in the goddamn tree. I see you're Chris, assuming. You know you're assuming. Well, that is about off the air. Maybe. <laughs> okay. I am Jason Green. You can follow me on Twitter at jgreen89, J-A-Y-G-R-E-N 89. Email me if you want to be on the show or work with us in any way, jgreen89 at gmail. Sean. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the <laughs> underscore Brack show as well. Uh, check out my new blog article that came out on the blah, blah, com website. It's good. Did you read it? No. Oh, <laughs> I will. It could be the worst thing ever. You don't know. Um, You're a good writer. I've read your stuff before. 
so yeah, go check that out. Uh, there's more blog articles on there as well. So uh, yeah, just uh, check it out and let me know what you think. I believe okay. that's a cue Joe? for someone else. <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted. Joe? Um, I don't have a Twitter to plug, but I am going to plug this movie I have on VHS that I haven't watched, but I'm going to read you the plot anyway. It's called Bigfoot, The Unforgettable Encounter. Uh, <laughs> Did you hear about the, some guy saw Bigfoot? The Yeti? Yeah, the, or the Yeti? Now, where Was it in Indonesia? Is that where it was? I, in the Arctic. That was a Yeti. No, no, it wasn't the Arctic. The it Yeti. Was, it was, uh, well, someone, someone saw a Yeti, too. Oh, oh, it's it's a trend. It's it's like the new creepy clowns. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, look, there's a yeti down the street. <laughs> so this movie is called Bigfoot: The Unforgettable Encounter. A young boy comes face to face with one of nature's legends in this epic tale of courage, hope, and friendship. When young Cody Higgins, Zachary Ty Bryan, TV's home improvement, <laughs> becomes lost in the woods and is rescued by the legendary Bigfoot. The two become fast friends, and the media is having a field day with the story. But greedy billionaire Chaz Frederick, David Raish, bingo, wants the creature for his own and puts up a $1 million reward for its capture. Now with Mm. the help of Ranger Nick Clifton, Matt McCoy, the hen that rocks the cradle, and beautiful scientist Samantha McClarty, Crystal Chapel, TV's Days of Our Lives, Cody must race to set his newfound friend free where he will be safe before Frederick and his mercenaries can get their hands on his gentle giant. You, know, you guys Joe, want to get your hands on my also, gentle also giant? Starring, also starring Clinton Howard. <laughs> of course. <laughs> That's the Bigfoot. <laughs> you know, Joe, I kind of was expecting another Hulk Hogan movie. Oh, uh, no, I, I need to think of some more Hulk Hogan movies. I know there's a lot, but you know, I wanted to change it up. Mm. Mm, and Chris, is there anything you'd like to plug? I already did my tip of the week. Um, you want to do a second one? No. Okay. Uh, uh, I don't have anything to plug. I haven't been up to much. Alrighty then. But I do have an idea for a, a video game that you guys gave me. Does it involve a sure. tree? Uh, it could. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking. You know, we should make a Hellraiser game, but it's like a Hellraiser uh, mini golf game. Explain. And- well- you just play as the the Hellraiser characters, and you're like at either a mini golf course <laughs> or a regular golf course, and you know, basically Did like you just a, like drop a bucket or something. Not me. The... Unless the Hellraiser guys are coming for me. <laughs> oh god! Oh, god. Have you been playing with any boxes recently? Giggity. <laughs> are you into sadomasochism? Oh. No. Oh, well, you're not going to quite fit in. Do you want to be? You know, uh, I was on dating site. I think it was OkCupid once. And I got hit up by some... Pinhead? Dominatrix (laughs) from New York. Oh, God. (laughs) And I promptly declined. But, you know, that was probably the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me on online online dating. How would you know if you didn't try? Because I respect myself too much. <laughs> and on that note, everybody, if you like what you hear, please follow us on iTunes. Blah, blah, podcast. Thank you for listening. Have a good rest of your week. See you next week.